Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, it's a whole lot going on in the world of sports, but hey, you just got Daryl rolling it solo tonight. And man, you know, I got some of the best news I've heard in a long time. And I'm going to get this off my chest real quick. Real quick. Michael Vick is out of bankruptcy. I mean, $17 million a dude had to pay. But Michael Vick is out of bankruptcy court. I think that's about the best news I've heard in a long time. You know, uh, a lot of people thought that Mike Vick would would be just a bum. I mean, would never come up from um, never come up from the bankruptcy. But Michael Vick is no longer in bankruptcy. I think that's like, you know, come on, man. It's a lot of people go into bankruptcy and they never recover. Never recover. But Michael Vick's bankruptcy case is officially closed after paying $17 million. You know, and all of this came because this man enjoyed watching dogs fight. And, you know, he not only dogs fight, but he, 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 um, he enjoyed dogs. But um, and I'm and hold on. By no means am I belittling dog fighting. I think it's a horrific thing, and I'm an animal lover. I don't think anyone should be fighting dogs. You shouldn't fight any animals unless they're human beings in a, in a ring. Those are the only ones that should be fighting. Even human beings shouldn't be fighting in the street. So I'm not condoning what Michael Vick did. Now I'm anyway making it, making small of what he did. It was a big deal, but. Uh, apparently, he has paid his debt to society, $17 million. It's not too many people that could pay $17 million. But this man has paid his $17 million. He's paid his debt to society. And, and look like, um, and look like um, he's, he's gotten that behind him. You know, his NFL career is, is over. I don't see him probably going to the Hall of Fame, but um, I can see Michael Vick doing some things now, uh, maybe even coming into broadcasting a little bit. I think some people may forgive him, um, but it's yet to be seen what, what the final uh, final outcome is going to be for, um, for uh, Michael Vick. Now, this is a young man and a quarterback that the, that the finals are – the final outcome is still yet to be seen. And we really just don't know what it is going to happen with this guy. I'm talking about Johnny Manziel. You know, Johnny, Johnny Manziel came out today and said that um, he suffers from bipolar. He, he, yeah, suffers from bipolar. And uh, he's actually, um, he's dealing with, 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 uh, with the bipolar and he's dealt with alcohol. So, and... And you know, and, and we've had some stories about um, 
about um, Johnny Manziel and some other substances. You know, it was a story about the white powder, white powdery substance. But we're not going there. But Johnny Manziel says he's dealing with some. Um, He's dealing with some bipolar issues, and and that's that's something very serious. And you know that's a um, that's a that's a that's a disorder that that um and I'm I'm not gonna try and give you a definition for this disorder, but it's a it's a in some people it actually becomes a becomes a serious handicap, and in some people we've known them to to um, try to cover up their bipolarness with alcohol and drugs. Um, but Johnny Manziel says he's on his way back. He's trying to come back to this NFL, come, trying to come back to the Canadian fo- football, trying to come back to some kind of football because he knows that he can play. I believe Johnny can play. At what level? I'm not so sure. At the NFL level? I don't think so. In the Canadian League, there could be a possibility. If the XFL come back, I think you got a job, Johnny. I think you got a job in the XFL. If Vince Vince McMahon come back with the XFL, I think Johnny Manziel would be a prime candidate to play in the XFL. And for those of you all that don't know the XFL, Vince McMahon is, uh, uh, he's the owner of the, of the WWE or the WWF. Or, but anyway, he at one point started a football league back in the day. It's been about maybe, maybe 10, 12 years ago. But he started a football league called the XFL. And uh, they would actually let guys wear their nicknames on, on the back of their jerseys. Like, he hate me and flex a mix uh, Whatever your nickname was, you can put it on the back of your jersey. But um, I think Johnny Manziel could be a good candidate for um, playing in the um, in, in playing in the XFL. I I just really think he'll he'll be he he could be a good a good candidate for the XFL. That's just my opinion. Now I'm not so sure. You know, Johnny, you know, once you've been out of the league two, three years, it's 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 hard, man. I don't it's hard to to take a lick when you've been taking licks on a regular basis. It's hard it's hard to to throw your arm into shape when you haven't really been throwing your arm on an NFL or professional uh, passing basis. In, in say four, three or four years, I just don't think it's something that you could just step back into. It's not like being an accountant where you've been out of work for three years, or maybe you were sick for three years. You just go back to work. You know, your fingers in your head and your brain are still working. You know, I just don't. But if, if you are a construction worker and say you were out of work for three years and now you go back to work, you, you're going to have to work your way back into shape. And if you're not keeping up with everybody on the construction job, your boss might come up, come over to you and say, hey, man, you're not cutting it. And you're going to have we're going to have to let you go. And I can see that easily happening to Johnny Manziel in the Canadian football. And we've seen it happen a couple of times. In the, in the National Football League. So I, I could see him being cut in either one of those leagues. Uh, but at the same time, um, no one knows what Johnny Manziel has been doing in preparation for this day. You know, because when it's the biggest day of your life, when this could be the biggest day of his, of his life, you know, not to say that he needs the money, but he needs a, a life improvement. 
And this could be a big come up on the life improvement side for Johnny Manziel if he can get into some NFL camp and be successful. If he can get into some Canadian Football League camp and be successful. If the XFL comes back and Johnny finds his way, finds his way to wiggle his way into the XFL, I think this would be a big come up for Johnny Manziel because who knows what what it could lead to. And if the XFL does happen to come back, he would be one of the people that they would want on the face of the franchise, on the face face on the face of the league because, you know, I don't think they're going to find a bigger a bigger name than a Heisman Trophy winning um, Johnny Manziel to be be a, be a face of the of the league. Now, on the backhand we're talking about the WWE and Vince McMahon. Well, there's a story out there, and I won't be the, I won't be afraid to say it. There's a story out there that Grunk, Rob Gronkowski, is possibly going to go and wrestle in the WWE or the WWF or one of them. And and hey. Uh, you know, and, and it's probably some people that would say, um, um, you know, man, the WWE is more dangerous, um, more dangerous than, um, than, than, um, football. <laughs> I think uh, football is never scripted, you know, and, um, I, I really think that the WWE is, is scripted all the way around all the way around um and when we look at when we look at the uh, at the top earners for the um for the WWE um John Cena earned 9.5 million Brock Lesnar earned 6 million um so Triple E I think he earned 2.4 million you know these guys are earning big money, man. I, I don't. I, I really don't see where. I, I don't. I don't see where um, Rob Gronkowski would be losing anything going to work for the WWE. There's no way he would go there to make less money than um, than he's making right now in 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 in, uh, in football. I just don't see it. I, I I really don't see it. I, I I could actually see him going to um to the WWE or the WWF or, or one of those one of those um professional wrestling leagues just because of the money and because of him. You know, he, when you look at this guy, he sounds like he's a he's a professional wrestler. You know, I was wondering the other day about they said he may not play football anymore. Well, what is he going to do? Yeah, I can't see him being an actor. And someone, and it was a story out that Sylvester Stallone and The Rock encourages him to go into acting. Well, I think The Rock is a is a is a nice kind of tan. You don't know if he's black or he's white. If you ever seen The Rock's dad, he's a dark skinned brother. Now his mom is from Hawaii, but the dad, The, the Rock's dad, is a dark skinned brother. So you don't know what The Rock is, you know. Um, and and so I think that that kind of um leads that kind of helps his career you know because you don't know whether he's black whether he's white whether he's hispanic whether he's um laosha you just don't know now with grunt hey we know what he is he, he sounds like a wrestler i think um 
I think it'd be I think it'd be a good move for him, especially if the money is going to be the same or better. And I really think the money will be a little bit better and he will not have to deal with the fun gone from the game. And we all know that Bill Belichick takes the fun away from the game. And I think that Rob Gronkowski is a little bit a little bit um a little bit shaky about about um not being able to have not, not necessarily shaky, but I think he he's one of those guys that wanna have fun. He's one of those guys that wanna do a celebration with his teammates in the end zone. He's one of those guys that wanna give an interview with MTV. You know, he's one of those guys that that wants to have a a uh, 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 a dance cruise or a Rob Gronkowski cruise and have everybody on the cruise drinking and having fun and acting a fool. Well, we've seen him do that, but Rob wanna. I think he really wants to open up more and be his be more of um of his own individual. And I don't think he's gonna be allowed to do that. Um, I, I just don't. I don't think Bill Belichick is ever gonna go for that. And I think he knows that. And I really think that he wants to. Um, uh, I really think he wants to have his own and and um and 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 have a little more freedom in in this world that he lives in, man. Uh, we all deserve a a little bit more um a, a little more freedom. To be honest with you, you know um you know it's just uh, Frank Wright and um getting off my off pace a little bit, but I want to say this while it's on my mind. Frank Wright, who um was the backup quarterback. Um, to Jim for Jim Kelly when they had one of the biggest comebacks in the history of the NFL against the um, against the Houston Oilers years ago, and now he is the new coach for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, we, we were all aware of um, of the New England Patriots offensive coordinator not taking the job after he said he was going to take the job. Well, um, this this was a pretty big loss, I think, for the um, this is this is a big loss. For um, for um, for the, the 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 Philadelphia Eagles because this was the Eagles' offense coordinator and Frank Wright was um, well you know he's he's an offensive mind he's a former quarterback and a, and and him and Doug Peterson basically held the same position a former backup quarterback Doug Peterson was a backup quarterback at um, um, for the Philadelphia Eagles for a, a, quite a while and Frank Wright basically never played except for that one game where he had the big one of the biggest comebacks in the history of um of of the NFL. Uh, he never played when he when he was Jim Kelly's backup because Jim Kelly was one of those guys if the score was 41 nothing um it, with three minutes left in the fourth quarter, Jim Kelly is one of those guys. You see him on the field taking a knee. He didn't come off the field. He rarely came off the field in his career. So Frank Wright was was basically a, a clipboard holder. And when you're a clipboard holder like Doug Peterson, you know you get a chance to sit back and analyze, and you get a chance to to see things from a different perspective. You get a chance to feel things from a different perspective. And he was able to do that. And hey, congratulations, Frank Wright. I think he's going to be a uh, he's he's going to make a big difference um, in Indianapolis. And and the Colts are not very and, and not they don't they're not that far away. To be honest with you, and if Andrew Luck can ever come back, 
who knows uh, how how well this team will do. However, um, we're not so sure if Andrew Luck is going to ever come back. So you better keep your claws on Jacoby Brissett, uh, who once was back up in New England, and he who's currently the starter with the Indianapolis Colts. And if I was you, uh, Frank Wright, Coach Frank Wright, head coach Frank Wright, I would really consider um, keeping uh, Jacoby Brissett in that number one spot until we really, really know how healthy Andrew Luck is. There's no doubt Andrew Luck is a is a gem in this league. I mean, he could be a valuable asset to the Indianapolis Colts when he's healthy. But Andrew Luck has not been healthy in a long time, and the injuries that he's dealing with, it's just no it's no guarantee when Andrew Luck is going to ever be healthy. So guess what? If he's never healthy, you got to have a healthy quarterback. You know, um, so. It's hard to say. And we all see, um, you know, I love Frank Gore. I love Frank Gore. We had Coach Don Solinger on the show earlier in the year, or um, late in the year last year, 2017. And um, he said that Frank wants the ball more. You know, he wants he wants to carry the ball even more now. Um, and I can't really, I don't know how old he is, but Frank wants to carry the ball even even more. So I'm saying if if Frank wants the ball more, which I don't think they really they can they can't give him the ball um, any more than they already they already do because hey he, Frank Gore is is not a you know he he's not he's not a spring chicken per se you know Frank Gore is wow. He's 30, 35 years old. I think that's 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 very old for a running back in the NFL. And we all know that um, you know running backs don't last nearly as long as Frank Gore has. And when we look at um, at at his career, you know fourteen thousand yards rushing. He averages four point three yards per carry. Um, man, you know, this, this, he's had over, over 3,000 yards, uh, receiving. Um, so Frank Gore's had an illustrious career in, in the NFL. Um, so, you know, I don't see him leaving no time soon, leaving the league anytime soon, but it wouldn't surprise me if they decide to, um, to, if they decide that they want to move in a different direction without Frank Gore. And, uh, you know, Frank is right now 34 years old, and by the time the season starts next year, he'll be 35 years old. It's very rare that we see these running backs um, have 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 a prime career uh, into their 30s. And don't get me wrong, Frank Gore has had a prime career into his 30s. Uh, he was the best running back um, uh, the Colts had last year. So he'll play somewhere again next year, but I don't know if Frank Wright is. He'd be smart to keep Frank Gore um, because I don't think I don't think the um, the Philadelphia Eagles would have been nearly as good as they were this year without Legarrette Blunt. And I think Frank Gore is that Legarrette Blunt kind of running back that they really could they could um, they could they need to have on their team if they're going to be successful. And from what I hear, Frank is one of the best guys you're going to ever meet in the locker room. Uh, and 
He's a University of Miami grad, so that put him at the top of the list as far as I'm concerned. Hey, guys, you listen to Sports Info UM on the Voice America radio. We'll be back after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside of the minds of the players and coaches? We'll talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. We'll review and preview the week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Sports. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Hunter participation plays a vital role in funding for wildlife management. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we'll talk about recruiting new hunters, hunter education, and so much more. Joining us is Allie and Adriana Armstrong of Grace, Camo, and Lace, Eva Shockey from Jim Shockey's Hunting Adventures, and Greg Randolph with Decked. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, we were talking about uh, the Colts and their new coach, Frank Wright. But, um, you know, it's a lot of free agents this year that are going to be available. Now, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know how well this is going to work out for a lot of people, but it's some really good players out there. And you know, a lot of people like to, you know, homegrown talent. They like to go through the draft, build their teams through the draft. Where I really think this kid Jarvis Landry, um, him and Odell Beckham came out the same year, and he's caught more passes than Odell Beckham in his career. And I just really think this guy needs a new look. I don't think Miami's been a good place for him. Uh, Miami had some shakeups when they got rid of Jay Ajay, and, um, and you know, they, they talked about some of the shakeups they needed to make in Miami. Well, this man's came, name came up a few times in trade rumors. Never happened. However... He's still down there, and I don't think they're going to give him the kind of contract he deserves, the kind of contract he's going to be looking for. Because just think, if this guy was playing in New York, he'd be looking at a big 
big time contract, Jarvis Landry. I mean, I mean, I, I just, I, I just really think that this, this, this guy, um, he, de- he deserves a big time contract. He deserves number one money, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking about number one money. And the Dolphins are ready to say goodbye. If I was Jarvis Landry, I'm saying goodbye. Man, I'm, I'm right now, this cat would do wonders for the New York Jets. And he would make all the money he needed in New York, where Miami is going to try and lowball him and play games with him. And I just don't think um, he's ready for that. Well, how about this, this guy, Case Keenum, quarterback for the uh, Minnesota Vikings? You know, Case Keenum is, um, you know, he, he's ready for a big time contract. You know, he wants a big time contract. And what he did with, with, with the Vikings last year, hey, he deserves a big time contract. You know, um, at the same time, Sam Bradford is a free agent um, this year. And he he was the starting quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings at the beginning of the season. Uh, <laughs> now, Sam Bradford started the season. Case Keenum ended the season. And Teddy Bridgewater was a starter last season. And all three of them are free agents. Now, if you're spinning a wheel... Whose name is Arrow going to stop on? Teddy Bridgewater, who suffered a, a really, really bad knee injury uh, at the end of last season, or, or beginning of last season. Are we talking about? Um, are we talking about Sam Bradford, who's been injury prone his entire career? Are we going to go with the one-year wonder, Case Keenum? I don't know. That's something for um, that's something for the Vikings uh, to discuss. You know, Deion Lewis start running back for the uh, Detroit, the, um, the, the New England Patriots. We talked about Rob Rob Gronkowski maybe not coming back, but uh, but Deion Lewis is a free agent, and we know, we know, we know, we know how how Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots feel about running backs. Uh, they 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 feel like they're dispensable. Um, you, you know they're they they come a dime a dozen. We'll find somebody else that will be able to do the same thing that Deion Lewis did. I just don't think they'll be able to find somebody else to do it with the same commitment that this guy Deion Lewis played with. I don't think Deion Lewis would play as hard for somebody else as he did for Bill Belichick. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He he could. I'm not sure. Uh, <clears throat> Nate Salder. Is a tackle for the New England Patriots, and you know he's a left tackle for the New England Patriots. So this is Tom Brady's blind side. You know that's his backside. I I I, I will tell you this: I'm sure they'll they'll re-sign Nate Salder before they sign um, um, Deion Lewis. Nate is way more valuable, um, but at the same time, if 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 Nate Salder starts to um, hold out for money that's something the Patriots don't dig too tough either is they don't like people holding out for money for some reason they don't like people holding out for money now I really I really think that um Deion Lewis will probably sign with the quickest contract he can get with the New England Patriots because that's where he wants to be at that's where he wants that's who he wants to play for he's one of those guys that will probably take less money to play for the Patriots than to play for the Jets or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 
or or, or, or say the um, the um, San Diego Chargers. I can understand that. Maybe he feels the the winning pedigree there in in New England. He wants to stay and be a part of that. I can see that. Um, but you know, it's an old saying: don't hate the player, hate the game. So I ain't gonna hate. I ain't gonna hate on you, uh, Dion. I'm um, I'm gonna hate the game because the game has put you in this position. Um, Bill Belichick has put you in that position that you'd rather play. You rather pay, play for his team for less than play for another team for more. I, and I guess when you look at it, he could be he, he could be sheltering his career or a- actually saving his career playing for a team that he knows and a coach that he trusts than playing for some guys that he don't know and a coach that he's not sure if he can trust. So I can, I, I can, I can, I can, I can see that. Um, you know, um, uh, Le'Veon Bell, number one running back in the NFL this year. A lot of people um, thinks that he is the number one running back in the NFL. Um, he's a free agent, and the Pittsburgh Steelers they they tagged him with the franchise tag last year and gave him fourteen point five million, fourteen point five four million dollars. That was for one season. Now, I'm sure he he wants a new contract around $40, 50000000 million. And he's looking at a new contract, say, four years, $40 million. I'm sure he'd probably sign that contract. Even, that, even though that would be less than his market value, I think he'd probably sign with them for the same reason as um, same reason as what we were talking about. Um, with 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 Dion with Dion Lewis, he'll probably take less money to stay with the Pittsburgh Steelers than to uh, and to go somewhere else, you know. And and can you blame him? Would you now? Nah, hold on. Let me let me let me backtrack this a little. I guess it's according to how much money it is. If the Washington Redskins, if he went on the free agent market and the Washington Redskins offered him fifty million for four years, and um, the Pittsburgh Steelers offered him ten million, uh, four, uh, forty million, forty million for four years, which is about ten million dollars a year, and the other one is ten point two five million dollars a year. I think I'd have to go with the ten point two five million dollars a year. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars is a lot of money. You know, you could do a lot of things with an extra two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. You know, uh, that's enough to pay your taxes and make it so you actually will make four hundred thousand. Uh, well, you will make um, four million or five million dollars a year. But I'm not. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not in that man's pocket, so I can't say what he what he should or should not do. But I really think that Le'Veon Bell is going to be with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't think they they'd be fools to get rid of him. Now, this is the biggest biggest name free agent. To me, in this year's offseason, and Drew Brees for the for the New Orleans Saints, to me, is the biggest thing free agent in this year's offseason. And the reason I say that because in 2012, Drew Brees took a pay cut so they could so he could come back to this team. 
did a, did a lot of good things for this team, some great things for this team. But he's 39 years old. I don't know if the Saints are going to be willing to pay him the money. The problem with the Saints is they have nothing in their cupboard. I mean, they have not nothing that resembles a starting quarterback on their team. So Drew Brees is what they have, even at 39 years old. So he almost have he, he's got them like behind the eight ball. They have to, they have to take on um, whatever, pretty much whatever he wants. Now they may tell him, hey, we can't give you a four year deal, you know, because uh, we can't see paying you through what you you're gonna be 43 years old. Come on, now I can't see them maybe get maybe settling with the with the two year deal. And uh, and Drew and Drew played maybe until he is maybe forty years old. It's, you know we just never know when that guy Father Time just drops the sledgehammer. We just never know, and we've seen it happen before. You know when uh, <laughs> when Father Time he just get tired and he just he just drop the hammer. You know, and and some of the best some of the best athletes that of their time. Had to give it up when Father Time came calling, and and he's gonna come. It's just a matter of time. He he will come, come a knocking, and 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 what can you do? You know, you have to you have to hang the cleats up and keep it moving. You know, um, Peyton Manning, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever lived. You know, we see Tom Brady, forty years old. How much longer will we see Tom Brady? You know, we're it's, it's, that's that's going to be a big question mark. You know, and here it is, um, Drew Brees, thirty nine years old. How much longer will will we will we see um, will we see will we see Drew Brees? It's it's, it's going to be interesting to see how much longer we'll see Drew Brees doing his thing um, because hey, um, forty is forty. I don't know how. I don't care how you twist it up, how you cut it. Forty years old is forty years old, and once you get around that age, man, it's just it's, it's kind of strange because your muscles don't do what you want them to do. You know, yeah. When you 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 think you can think you can jump like you used to jump, but you can't. You know, think you can run and stop like you used to stop, but you can't. And that's what 40 does for us. It, it really does. It puts us in a peculiar um, um, situation. And and it's, it's going to be interesting to see how well two of our best quarterbacks in the NFL perform in this 2018 season that's coming up. How well will Drew Brees at 39, Tom Brady at 40, um, uh, you know, and we talked about this on the show before, Philip Rivers, who, who was, who, who, um, you know, he's, he's up there in a, yep, so, yeah, he's, he's no spring chicken himself, yep, and um, he, you know, Philip Rivers, when we look at his career, never won a Super Bowl, uh, has gone to some to, to some AFC championships, but has never won a Super Bowl. He's thirty six years old, and when we talk about him at thirty six years old, 
um, man. He's 36. We're talking about Tom Brady, 40 years old. Uh, we're talking about Drew Brees, um, 39 years old. Now, so this is, you know, these, these guys are, are, are ancient. And when we start talking about Carson Wentz, who's still in his early 20s and almost took his team to a Super Bowl this year. But Phillip Rivers has never been to a Super Bowl. I'm not so sure if he will ever see a Super Bowl. But the New York Giants and and um, and Manning, Eli Manning, Elijah Manning. You know, we look at him. You know, Eli Manning and Philip Rivers are the same age. They're both 36 years old. You know, Eli may be a little older than um, than than Philip Rivers. Yeah, he may be a little older than than Philip Rivers, and 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 hey, that that's that that's hurting our case even more with these NFL quarterbacks because. And you're and I'm right. Philip Rivers is 37 years old. Well, he's only a few days older than Eli Manning. Then uh, Eli Manning is 37 years old. Philip Rivers is 36 years old. But my point is, man, these these guys are not getting any younger. And if anything, these these guys are are almost about to leave the league. And this year we saw a lot of ratings go down. And if we continue to lose quarterbacks and not gain quality quarterbacks, even though we saw players like Case Keenum um, have a nice, nice, come out, come from out of nowhere this year and have a good season. And we saw Dakota Prescott come from out of nowhere and have a good season um, last year. This year, his season was not nearly as good. So it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how the next level of quarterbacks come in. Because if they come in and they're not able to perform and they're not able to produce, I mean, we really are going to see some ratings go down. I mean, we're going to see some serious ratings go down. You know, um, one of the people that helped the ratings go down is a guy named Ted. We'll just leave it at that. And Ted says he has not watched the NFL game since Colin Kaepernick hasn't been able to play. Since Colin Kaepernick hasn't played, he hasn't watched the game. So he didn't see one NFL game this season. And I'm not so sure if and I don't wanna I don't wanna um misquote Ted because we're gonna have him on the show. I think his story is so interesting that he has boycotted the NFL. Something I don't think I could do. But Ted boycotted the NFL. He didn't watch one game this season at all, not even a Super Bowl. So we're going to have him on the show later on in the, in the year and have him talk to us a little bit about, about, um, about his protests and about, um, about how he feels about the NFL and, and, um, and the situation with, uh, with Colin Kaepernick. I think that's very interesting. And, and, and not only is Ted a... Um, not only is Ted a, a, a avid sports fan and an a avid sports fan, so you know he's making a big sacrifice not watching the NFL. Um, he's a he's a he's a big time 
Uh, I think he's a Bears fan, too. So it's been a real struggle for uh, a real, real serious football fan to um, to not watch NFL. And he says he does enjoy college football, but he did not watch a NFL game this season. Hey, guys. We'll be back. We'll talk more about sports, about the world of basketball. We might even get into this LeVar Ball and LaMelo Ball and the big ball of brand. Hey, guys, we'll be right back after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america you're tuned in to sports info um with daryl and sam call us today at 888-346-9144 that's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, the big baller brand, the daddy big baller, he said, <laughs> this guy is really funny to me. He says that... Uh, he said he's gonna take his he's gonna take himself off the Lakers if his other son can't come and play for the Lakers too. Now I can understand um, uh, Levar Ball and Lorenzo Ball and Lamelo Ball and all the ball boys wanting to play on the same team, but I think the Lakers got a little bit to say, say about that. I think Magic Johnson got a little bit to say about that. The GM for the Lakers and. I really think that, um, that you know, 
this guy got it. This guy got to slow his roll a little bit sooner or later. You know, big baller, you got to slow your roll a little bit, big baller. You, you, you can't keep can't keep balling all out like you like you have no control over your big baller brand. You got to slow down just a little bit, big baller. Really, come on now. I think I think um, Lonzo Ball. You know, he's 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 matter of fact, he's out. At, uh, he's been he's been hurt for a while. Um, but LeVar Ball, the dad, he just got to He got to find his place, man. Find your lane. Stay in your lane and uh, and you'll be all right. But when you start running all out your lane, LeVar, uh, Lonzo Ball, I think you, you you're making it bad for everybody, you know, so stay in your lane and we'll all be better off if if you just stay in your lane. So but. That's not that's not easy for some people. Some people it's very difficult for them to stay in their lanes. Um, and and he's one of those people that definitely look like it's real hard for him to stay in his lane. Yep. So uh, that's gonna be interesting to see what happens with that with 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 the ball and the big ball of brand and. Him making, him um, him him making big demands on the Lakers, but we may not, and we might have our first casualty for the NFL season with this uh, domestic violence thing. You know, uh, well, 49ers Ruben Ruben Foster, he was arrested for uh, domestic violence and possession of an assault weapon. Now. I, 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 I just want to know, you know, who needs an assault weapon? I, I just, I don't get that. You know, I, you, you, who got to have a, a, a Uzi or a 9mm? You know, and he was arrested in Alabama a while back for uh, possession of marijuana. So, oh, come on, man. Come on, come on, Ruben. You know, it's a good way to lose your money. A good way to lose your money. And I'm going to tell you somebody else on their way already. You know, I'm going to say it. I'm, you, you've heard it here first. Kareem Hunt, uh, Kansas City Chiefs running back. Rookie sensation running back, Kareem Hunt. Um, there's, a story, there's a story out there now that Kareem Hunt um, is possibly... Involving a domestic violence case where he actually, um, uh, well, he's saying that he just, he said he didn't do anything. And there's a story out that he possibly pushed his girlfriend or, or pushed some woman. I don't know if it's his girlfriend or who it is. But this is just a quick way to lose your money, man. And I, and I say this because all it takes is for one person to say that you put the hand, put your hands on them. And in so many cases, so many cases, man or woman, you don't have to be necessarily to be a woman. It could have been a man that said you put, put your hands on him. And in so many cases, athletes would rather pay someone off than to go through the, go through the process of courts. And maybe because in some cases we've been we've been to court and it didn't and it didn't fare well for us. So what we'd rather do is just pay 50 grand, 60 grand, 70 grand, 80 grand and, and make it go away. And and these things happen all the time. And believe me, 
women and men that walk around the street and looking for opportunities, they know this too. So Kareem, I'm telling you, brother, be careful. Lock yourself in your house. Put your gym downstairs in your basement. But stay away from these clubs and these nightclubs and these women and Man, just be careful out there because it's a whole lot of people want your money. I mean, a whole lot of people want your money. Be careful out there because it's a whole lot of people want your money that that you sweat and bled for. They want it for nothing. Don't give it to them. Don't give them an opportunity to take your money, man. And I mean, and this happens so often that it's just not even funny. Kareem Hunt, his, he's the first thing that comes out. Um, he's the first thing that comes out so far, but I can guarantee you, he will not be the last name that comes out of some NFL player giving his money away because somebody pissed him off and he grabbed him or he was in a drunken rage and he felt like he felt the need to put his hands on somebody. I just really think that as um, as athletes, we really have to be careful. We really, really, really have to be oh so careful because um, if we're not, if we're not, we, we find ourselves in, in situations where we we actually um, spending our money or no, not spending. No, 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 no. Spending it would be nice. Giving our money to someone. And uh, and when you give your money away, it's 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 an awful thing, and that's that's the situation that a lot of people find themselves in, simply because they just can't control their cool or their their emotions. You know, a guy told me one time. He said he said the one thing we can't control is our emotions. You know, we can even at our saddest moment. We could think about something that makes us happy. At our maddest moment, at our maddest moment, we could think about something. If it's nothing but your daughter's smile when she was two years old, something. If it's nothing, if it's nothing but your mom, your mom's bowl of oatmeal with some raisins and cinnamon in it. But something can calm us down. It does not have to result in being so angry that you cannot control yourself or being so angry that you got to put your hands on people. And if you got to drink or do some kind of drugs or substances that get you so angry and so mad that you got to put your hands on people and you know it's going to cost you money in the long run, man, I encourage you to find something else to spend your money on because um, that's just... That's 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 not a good thing. I mean, really not a good thing at, at all. You know, um, you know, Alex Smith is going to the Washington Redskins. You know, it's no, it's no, uh, it's no doubt what's going to happen with Kirk Cousins. He's he definitely can't be in in Washington if Alex Smith is going to be in Washington. Now, I don't really see Alex Smith as being a big upgrade from Kirk Cousins. Maybe they think they can get him for less money, and uh, um, I, I, I just I don't I really don't understand that. Now I can't understand why the Kansas City Chiefs let Alex Smith go. He just doesn't. He he didn't really appear to be able to get them over the hump. 
And I'm not going to say he couldn't get them over the hump. They couldn't get over the hump. And he he took the brunt of them not being able to get over the hump. I, I really think that Kirk Cousins is going to go somewhere and, and probably have a have a better career than um, than Alex Smith wherever he goes. I, I just really think, and 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 Cousins has a lot of um, he has a lot more choices than Alex Smith had. You know, I I think Jacksonville is still contemplating on whether they're going to pursue a quarterback. I, I, the the New York Jets really need some help. At quarterback, the New York Giants are contemplating on what they're gonna do with uh, Eli Manning. They need a quarterback, you know. So it's just some teams. Oh my goodness, it's some teams out there need quarterbacks. But the Miami Dolphins need a quarterback desperately, worse than any any team in the state of Florida. Definitely worse than Tampa. Tampa, I think we're set in Tampa with um 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 with the with the young man they have down there in Tampa, but um. I'm not so sure about Jacksonville and the Miami Dolphins. If we could get Kirk Cousins in Miami, that would be one of the biggest upgrades since Dan Marino. And that's saying a heck of a lot. Nah, no means, by no means, by no means am I putting Kirk Cousins in the same category as Dan Marino. But he is a big, a big upgrade from Jay Cutler. And uh, and Jay Cutler was, was uh, he was awful. You know, he, Jay Cutler is a prime example of how how much the NFL dislikes Colin Kaepernick. The NFL dislikes Colin Kaepernick so bad that they would go out and get a retired quarterback who was bad, who was awful, who guys didn't even want to play for when he when he was a starting quarterback in this league. NFL players didn't want to play for this guy. This is how bad, this is how much the NFL does not want Colin Kaepernick in its league. They would go out and pay him $2 million a year. Guy that people didn't even want to play for, rather than to go and sign Colin Kaepernick. And I'm sure Colin Kaepernick would have probably paid for less than what Jay Cutler played for last year. There's no doubt he would have probably played, played for less. And uh, and it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, if if Colin Kaepernick gets a job this year, you know it'll be interesting to see. You know, Colin Kaepernick, he's from he's from he played his college ball in Las Vegas. The Oakland Raiders are are going to Las Vegas. You know, um, will they take Colin Kaepernick to Las Vegas with him? That's yet to be seen. Will the Oakland Raiders even offer him a, a contract this year? Will anybody offer him a contract this year? That's yet to be seen. The Denver Broncos need a quarterback something really, 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 really bad. Will they offer Colin Kaepernick a contract? And it's going to be probably at least three or more teams I could think of that need a quarterback. And will they offer Colin Kaepernick a contract? Hey, guys. We're going to get out of here. But, hey, Michael Vick, congratulations again on getting that bankruptcy behind you, man. I'm proud of you, Mike. Really, I am proud of you. Keep up the good work, Mike, and go out and be a great citizen to your community. Hey, guys, thank you for listening to Sports Info U.M. on TheVoiceAmerica.com. We'll be back next week with more Sports Info. 
Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then. 